0: Hi, folks. It's your host, W. Curtis Preston, and I wanted to give you some great news. Druva liked my latest O'Reilly book enough to sponsor it, and you can get a free copy by just going to druva.com slash podcast. Hope you like it. This week on No Hardware Required, we're talking about World Backup Day. My guest this week is, of course, my co-host, Stephen Manley, our CTO. Thanks for joining. Hi, and welcome to Druva's No Hardware Required Podcast. I'm your host, W. Curtis Preston, a.k.a. Mr. Backup. And I have with me our CTO, Stephen Manley. How's it going, Stephen?
1: Oh, this is the greatest day of the year. It's it's like Christmas and New Year's and Arbor Day all wrapped up into one. It's World Backup Day, Curtis.
0: You know that the it's the luckiest man, man, man face, face, face in That that scene from from that what 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 is that movie?
1: It, it's uh, oh, Pride of the Yankees. Pride, Pride of the Yankees. Lou
0: Thank you. Yeah, that that's yeah. the way I feel, right? You know, is you know, it's it's. World Backup Day, or as as you know, I like to call it uh, Curtis Preston Day. Um, you know, <laughs> because, you know, Mister Backup. So this is my day, right? I get I get my birthday, and I get this. Uh, I had my birthday just a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm a senior citizen. We're not going to talk about that, and <laughs> but let's let's talk about the old days. Uh, you and I have been in the backup space for a while. Was your first job in IT? Was it Backup Connected?
1: It, it was. So I was. I was uh, just graduating college, and uh, and and I had heard of Network Appliance and uh, greatest greatest company to work at. Everybody said you got to go to Network Appliance. This was mid nineties. NetUp was just taking off, and so I go in for an interview, and I interview with twelve people. So it's twelve consecutive interviews of me saying I've never done anything, I don't really know how to do anything, but boy, I've got energy. Uh, and in about eight of those interviews, the interviewer said, "Well, you know, we're really looking for someone to to kind of come in and take over backup. We we do, you know, we use the dump protocol, and then and then we've got NDMP over it. So, uh, are you comfortable with that?" And my answer was. Absolutely, I, I I know that like the back of my hand. And fortunately, nobody then asked a follow-up question of, do you even know what NDMP stands for? Or what, what a flag is on dump? Uh, and so I just brazened my way through it, showed up for work on the first day, uh, started looking at the code and went, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into?
0: <laughs> when, I, when I think about what I think of as my people, the people that are concerned with backups, right? I think a lot of us got our job like that, right? That 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 we that backups was the job we could get. It, it wasn't necessarily the job we wanted. We just wanted a job. You know, we were willing to take what was available, and <laughs> backups was the first job that everybody wanted to give away. My first job in IT was as the backup guy at what at that time was the second largest credit card company, MBNA, and it was the same kind of deal where I was given that job because no one else wanted it. Guy by the name of Ron Rodriguez uh, just couldn't wait to get out of that job and hand it over to me. <laughs> thank, thank you, Ron, for for not wanting to do backup anymore. The, the, there's another type of sort of backup person which I'm thinking about right now, and 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 also has a name attached. His name is is Joe Fitzpatrick, an old friend of mine that was at that bank as well. He wasn't the backup person. What he was, he he was a backup anorak. Do you know what that? is
1: uh I know anorak from ready player one but uh, I don't know I don't know what it means in a more general sense
0: and an anorak is is an enthusiast right it. um it, it, it's kind of british slang uh we I actually picked it up on we had a, a guy on my other podcast that said, called himself you know a backup anorak and I was like what the heck is that but it's somebody who's interested in backup they don't necessarily have to be The person running the you know the command or or managing the backup system but in this case joe was always the guy who raised his hand in every meeting in every new project and said are we getting this on tape Hmm. right um because back then everything was on tape right and and that was his question and so you could be either of those people you could be the person who's responsible for actually making sure backups happen, or you could be the person who um, just sort of inserts themselves into that to, to just make sure that the company's doing what they wanna do.
1: And and, and if you think about it, I mean, as, as the industry has evolved, it, I mean, it does feel like we're going more and more towards you need to be more of that second type of person than the first, right? I mean, more and more things seem to be getting automated but the knowledge of backup and what it means to backup, and 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 the rules and regulations, all those things remain relevant, even if kind of the day to day job uh, is is sort of evolving. I, I don't know if you're you're seeing sort of a similar thing.
0: Yeah, I, I do. Because while you're right, I, I, a lot of companies, when I think of like the way Druva works, I think of. All the work that I used to do in, in in my own, you know, where I was originally employed, and then when I did all the consulting, all the work that I used to do, Druva customers don't have to worry about that work, that this backend, you know, hardcore performance tweaking, all that stuff, and so it, it, the backup job becomes so much easier. But at the same time, there always has to be that person or persons who truly care enough about the company's data. To have that, just just that person who's going to raise their hand in the meeting and say, "We we just moved off of our Exchange server that we used to back up, and now we're using Microsoft 365. Uh, are we getting that on tape? Yeah, uh, you know, it, are, is that data getting backed up? And probably not on tape anymore. But, but like, I, had, <laughs> I had to pay homage to my old friend Joe there. Exactly. I'd like to think that the fact that Running backups has become easy enough that the number of people that care about the backup system might actually be able to be increased. Because back in the day, no one wanted to raise their hand because they might say, I don't know, Joe, why don't you go figure it out? <laughs> right, and then, and then suddenly you're running the backup system. Nobody wanted to do that, right? But now maybe you can't.
1: I think possibly though though I will I will caution uh, certainly I think if you raise your hand there's still a lot of problems to be solved, and 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 you're going to find yourself digging in, right? This is this is still not an industry or a problem for somebody who just sort of, you know, you know, kind of Wally and Dilbert style, raises his hand and, and then and then kind of walks away and lets uh, lets Alice do all the work. I think um, I, I, because, for example, uh, some of the discussions I have now with customers uh, involve things like, well, okay, so yeah, I I know I can back up all the components. But what is it I'm backing up? What is the actual application? Because that may have certain retention periods associated with it. That may have uh, PII or you know, personal data that, that is uh, related to GDPR in it. Um, you know that I need. I may need some of those applications for disaster recovery because other things depend on them. And so what I find is a lot more of, of our people uh, find themselves kind of digging in and asking that next level of protection question because now that they're not managing the back end or you know, troubleshooting today's failed backups it does for, you know, it, it is an opportunity for them to start digging in and understanding kind of that connection between the application and the infrastructure and and bringing that together and and I know there's there's an area that you're super passionate about where I think this plays in which is our good friend the R word ransomware
0: uh, ransomware is getting so bad that it attacked a fictional hospital that I was, <laughs> that I, was <laughs> I, I actually mean that and and kind of in the way it sounds in that it's become such a big deal that it is starting to you know invade into the the sort of the zeitgeist of the, the country right and and that it's now showing up in tv shows that they can they can mention that they got attacked by ransomware and the average person will actually know what that you know, what's happening. Um, And and it was, it was interesting. I I was watching the show with my wife and I I was, they got the tech right. Like 90% of the tech and their description of the fact that there's a ransomware industry and that the hospital had cyber insurance and the cyber insurance was just going to pay the $2 million ransom because they were happy that it was only half of the limit of the policy, which was $4 million. And all of that sounded totally real. And my wife was was uh, was amazed that there's a ransomware industry. And I was like, yeah, yeah, all of that's really right. But then <laughs> at, the, at the very end, the, the actual recovery, the part that I really wanted to see was really just magic. And she pushed a button and the entire data center was restored in like three seconds. And I was just like, God, oh, dang it. I really, I, th- I <laughs> thought it was going to be my moment. But the thing is that ransomware is huge, right? It, it, and it's, it's only getting worse.
1: I, I am with you, but but I will say that in this, and not to try to find a silver lining in the cloud that is a ransomware attack every six seconds that is debilitating, you know, some of our most important infrastructure in the world. But you know, but the silver lining for us uh, as as backup teams is the following: that you know, I I, I once had a, a a friend who who had split split time between the backup industry, the networking industry. Now he's at VMware working on Kubernetes, so he's been all over the place and the comment he made was you know the only thing i've ever worked on that truly spanned across the environment the only thing that was truly universal was the backup software everything else is is largely siloed you know i've got certain types of routers here and certain types of routers there and and never the twain shall meet but he said the backup you've got to cover everything and and that gives that gives us as backup teams I think an opportunity to take a more active role because we do see across all the VMs, all the NAS servers, all the databases, you know, the, 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 the applications that you're running. Uh, we do understand, you know, what it means to keep your data safe, whether it's in the cloud with shared responsibility models or on your premises or in a remote office. and And, and the ability to, to sort of Now that you hopefully have a little bit more time to to kind of take a breath and think and present that to the business as here are these applications, here are these exposures, here's what we need to do about it. You come from a position of credibility because you are the only one that actually has that kind of visibility. And I have seen a handful of backup administrators make that leap, but I think it's something you've got to be pretty intentional about to get there.
0: I think that's a great idea. And and I think that you can take this advent of ransomware and you can use it to perhaps address problems that you've always wanted to address. You can use ransomware as somewhat of the boogeyman to, to say, look, this really bad, you know, I've been trying to warn you guys, right? <laughs> look look at what's happening down the street and all these other companies that are just like us and that, you know, there's a good chance that it could be us. And you can use that as a way to address long running issues that you've had with the backup system, I'm actually thinking about COVID here. And I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about where because of COVID, suddenly so many of us were sort of forced to frequently wash our hands and do all of these things that we were supposed to be doing all along. And then look at what happened to the flu season this year. We killed the flu, right? This is the best flu season, you know, in recent history because everybody was doing the basic things they should be, they should have been doing all along. And I'm thinking the same thing here is that you can, whether you're the, you know, the person responsible for daily operations of the backups or just that backup anorak who's interested in making sure that your company's, you know, data is protected and you're just, you're you're concerned when you hear people say things, well, we moved to the cloud and we don't need to worry about backup anymore, right? You you can use this scary thing of ransomware and trust me, it is... (laughs) You need oh. to be scared of it and you can use it to maybe finally do the things and to be that person who is the champion for those things. And you can increase your visibility and your value to your organization.
1: Yeah, I think as we look at this world backup day and, and, and I look at the trends that are coming right there, there are the technical trends that, that we see, which is uh, you know more stuff will move to the cloud. It just will. Uh, and more things will move to SAS because it makes them easier uh, you know we will get more and more requirements uh, on the GRC front there will be more regulations there will be more security attacks um, there will be new technologies that continue to get adopted like MLAI. the edge will become a bigger thing in the next two or three years and so as so as you look at those trends uh, what it t- what it tells you as a backup uh, administrator is again this is this is that opportunity, like you said. You know, and ransomware is a great place to start to start elevating your your profile and your role, because the the day to day job of managing backups that will start to dissipate. Just like you know, just like ServiceNow took away a lot of the work of daily IT operations. Just like Workday took away a lot of the daily uh, HR operations. You know, things like data protection as a service will start to simplify that you know, sort of the daily, you know, repetitive tasks, this is your chance to say, how am I going to start getting that higher profile? And so, you know, this, this world backup day, I think is as good as day as any to sort of lay the, you know, start to start that new step in your career, if you will.
0: Yeah, agreed, and and it also whether you use it as a way to increase visibility and protection uh, for some workloads. The other is it also can give you a chance to look into some of these new workloads that you know are coming around the corner, uh, such as Kubernetes. Uh, you you know that it's coming around the corner. You've heard it. You know that a lot of people are doing it. Now is a great time to 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 look into that and to perhaps be your company's uh, you know uh, expert on kubernetes uh at, 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 at least make sure you're the data protection the kubernetes data protection expert right um, so so <laughs> that when somebody says well we're doing containers so we don't have uh, we don't have we have, we only have stateless containers that will except for these three stateful ones uh, so we don't need to worry about <laughs> backing them up right um, no. yeah
1: and, and you can be, you know, like you said, way back at the beginning, you can be that person that raises your hand and says, accept, you know, we need to, you know, are we protecting it? Are we protecting the environment? Are we protecting the ones that aren't stateless? Are we, what happens when something goes wrong? But, because, and, and it's, and it's an interesting thing I notice about, uh, backup people especially right and 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 i always make the joke that that world backup day should be february 29th because people think of backup once every 4 years and then they, they try to purge it from their mind but but i do find that backup backup uh, administrators you know there's it, it's it's like a good qa team there's, there's a, I see what can possibly go wrong. It doesn't mean you're negative, but it does mean that you see the other side of things, that it's not always going to be happy path. And what I find uh, as I as I meet people doing these digital transformation journeys is it's often sort of networking application and, and server type people who say, yeah, yeah, yeah we've got all this running. And, and they just assume everything's always going to work, either because they believe the cloud provider will take care of it, or because, frankly, in their premises, the backup team had their back and it hasn't occurred to them that the backup team has not moved with them to the cloud. And, and so I think it's, it's super vital to, to keep that kind of mentality in this new world. It, because if you just always assume things are going to go well, you are going to be absolutely devastated when, and it is when, not if, when things go wrong.
0: Yeah, I, I one of the things I like to throw out there often, you know, when you were talking about, you don't have to be, you just have this ability to to know the kinds of things that can happen, that can take out your data, right? Um, and, and one of the things I uh, things I say a lot regarding that is, you know, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean nobody's out to get you, um, <laughs> and somebody has to be paranoid in the data center. Somebody needs to throw out the fact that the three two one rule it, it didn't go away with the cloud right? The idea of having data in multiple places isn't some mythical, magical, old thinking that has gone away with. If anything, it's become more relevant because when when you use a service like Salesforce or 365, and they tell you, which they don't, by the way, they don't tell you that your data is already protected, but you just assume that it's protected and it's all stored all in the same place. You need to be the one that says, "Um, I'm sorry, but how exactly is that safe how is it safe to like have you ever heard of the phrase put all your eggs in one basket It it's never been a good thing in history so why is this suddenly the time when that when it is right so yeah so continue to be that champion for the protection of your your organization's data uh and to continue to be the one to raise your hand make sure your company knows that it's world backup day
1: yeah uh, and again, you know, I, I would say if 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 you're in a place that's been able to go back into the office, get T-shirts printed. Everybody loves free T-shirts.
0: Uh, what what should it say? World ba- World Backup Day. You're saying World Backup Day T-shirts.
1: World Backup Day, and then and then what you could do is instead of the O, you could have a little heart there, and then on the back you could have like a list of all the awful things that could happen. <laughs> Yeah, you know, ransomware, server crashes, uh, provider goes out of service, internal rogue administrator—you know, you just just list you know users who make mistakes and then lie about it. All those things that you, you know, all the things that we've all hit, and and that way you look positive, but as you walk away, you leave you give people something to think about.
0: Happy World Backup Day, and then you list all the problems on the back. I like it. I like it.
1: It's what I do. It's uh, there's a reason I'm not allowed in marketing, by the way. <laughs>
0: Exactly. All right. Well, Well. thanks again for, for hanging out with me for World Backup Day.
1: Uh, it's always fun, Curtis. And thank thanks to everybody who's listening. And again, have a great World Backup Day. You, you've all earned it.
0: And uh, yes, thank you very much to our listeners. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And remember, here at Druva, there's no hardware required.